Welcome back everyone to Making Sense Out of Life, the podcast where we talk about personal development and the idea that putting in your two cents every single day as an investment in yourself is going to be what compounds together to make your life better in every way, whether that is through your career, through your personal life, through your relationships, and any other facet of life that you want to improve. Put in your two cents every day. Today, we have a very, very important topic that I would like to discuss, and we're going to be talking about leadership and how leadership in yourself and self-mastery goes far beyond just personal development. How you initiate your self-mastery and your intrinsic motivation in your career is going to make a big, big, big difference every single day at your job and how this correlates to your personal life and every other aspect of your life as well. With this, the main topic is why your job matters, no matter what it is, no matter what your position is at a larger corporation, or if you are running your own business, a self-contractor, if you are working in a fast food place, if you are working as a call center representative or part of an outreach department, your job matters. The first thing that is extremely important to do is to undergo self-analysis of your position and self-analysis of your life. Understand humbly that your position and where you are right now is due to everything that has happened in your life and where that is added up to to put you in this exact spot. Take the accountability and understand the position that you're in. This does not need to have a negative connotation to it. If you are the call center representative and you are a part of an outreach department, you play a role that is extremely important in your organization. Understand where you are, understand the value that your position brings, and understand that you becoming a master of yourself and then becoming the self-mastered professional in this segment of your career, in this segment of the company, is going to bring value. And you are a valuable asset, always. And you are a valuable asset that has the ability to become better. At this current stage, if you are in a lower level position of an organization or you are not yet at the optimal level in your life that you want to be in, I want you to think about this analogy. Think about the game of chess. The game of chess is probably one of the most intellectually necessary games. You have to be very intellectual. You have to be able to analyze situations quickly. You have to be able to take a step back and acknowledge what the best move is on the chessboard. And I believe this game is a very accurate representation of life, especially in a business sense. Every single piece on a chessboard plays a specific role. And without the use of all of these pieces, you cannot win the game. You can't win the game if you don't use your knights and your bishops and your rooks your queen, and your pawns. Every single piece has its place. And when everybody adheres to their place and understands with self-awareness and humbleness that your individual position matters, the collective is going to be more successful. And this is very, very, very important. There is nothing wrong, no matter where you are in your life, there is nothing wrong with being the quote-unquote pawn. If you are not at the highest level position in a corporation or the highest most optimal version of yourself yet, 
That's okay. Play the role that you need to play to collectively win as a team. Make the people around you win. Make your coworkers win. Make your superiors win. Because at some point, these people were probably in your position. I'll restate that. These people were definitely in your position at some point. And it takes consistent work and just overall consistency and making these deposits into your own personal development to grow as a career professional and as an individual. With that said, I know I've mentioned this topic before and it is very, very important. Your work habits and the day-to-day routines and habits that you assimilate into in your work environment are going to translate into your personal life. Your work habits and your life habits essentially are going to be equal because when it boils down to it, how you do anything is how you do everything. I made an entire episode about this and I think it holds a lot of weight. If you are working in a call center and your job is to deal with annoying customers, your job is to essentially take the butt of these conversations and you have to deal with annoying people and sometimes they're very illogical. That's okay. How you deal with that and how you are able to uphold a level of professionalism is going to directly translate into how you can handle other situations in your life. It's a very important skill to have. Showing up on time to work, being able to communicate with your superiors, being able to have a firm handshake, being able to be charismatic, and being able to be compendious in the ideas that you have. Being able to not only communicate with other people, but being able to communicate with self-awareness to yourself of what your responsibilities are for that day in your job. And think about it. Any endeavor that you want to undertake in your personal life, you will now be building the confidence, the self-confidence that you can achieve it because you achieve it in a work environment where it's laid out for you. Maybe your tasks and responsibilities are laid out very clearly to you. And now you can reapply these skills to anything you want to do in your personal life, whether that's starting something on the side, going to the gym, any personal endeavor, you can become an asset to because of the skills that you can develop that correlate from your work habits. There's a book that I'm reading right now that I absolutely love. It is called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is acknowledged as probably one of the best sales guys ever to live. (laughs) He has lots of accolades. You can look him up. There's lots of content, books, podcasts, anything about him. You can learn more. And I think the part that I want to articulate here is pretty much just the basic definition of what he means by the 10x rule. When you are undergoing any endeavor or any challenge, You need to 10x your expectations of how much work it's going to take to accomplish it. And then you need to 10x your efforts. In school and growing up, it is not completely normal for us to be taught about what it truly means and truly takes to be successful. Obviously, success has a different definition for every individual, but it's going to be hard. And there's going to be expectations that you set and goals that you set that if you were to 10x your goal and 10x your expectation of the work that needs to be done to accomplish it while simultaneously 10xing your efforts, you're going to be more successful. And this is in any part of your career. This is in any part of your life. If you set your goals higher, let's use a monetary example. If you want to be making 
$100,000 per year. And you set that as your goal. And let's just say you fall short because everyone falls short of a goal most of the time. Let's just be fair. If you set your goal in making $100,000 per year and you make $70,000 per year, imagine if you set your goal at making $1 million per year. Proportionally, you would be at 700K. We could be super conservative and be like, okay, let's only achieve 20% of the goal. That's 200K, which is double an expectation that you had set before. Set goals 10 times higher, set expectations for work 10 times higher, and put your output rate 10 times higher. Because the work you do is important. The work you do is very important. And every single day, if you are able to be 10 times more efficient with your time and 10x your efforts, the success will come. Whether that's not, whether it's directly shown in your career and whether it's a career advancement or a financial compensation, it will display in other areas of your life, even if it is not directly shown in your career. With that said, a lot of people will combat this concept by saying, well, I don't feel motivated to go out and 10x my efforts. And my personal belief on this and what I've learned from listening to millionaires and listening to podcasts and reading books and the knowledge that I've obtained and my personal experience is that there can, you cannot label your entire life and your routines and your habits under motivation. Motivation is fleeting. You can get motivation from these external sources, but if you do not internalize the motivation and turn it into disciplinary actions that can be repeated across any endeavor and repeated across any category of your life, it's not going to be as valuable. And when the external motivation stops and that faucet gets turned off, it becomes very, very difficult for you to do your job correctly. And not only do your job correctly, but have, but feel meaning in it and feel purpose in it because you don't have the extrinsic motivation. It has to become intrinsic. And that is why having a purpose in your life, and we can be specific about a career here, having a purpose in what you do on a day-to-day with your job is very important. Think about it this way. Purpose can equal meaning. When you have a purpose and a meaning in your life, that is a constant fuel of energy of this quote-unquote motivation because the work you're doing can feel purposeful if you put a personal spin on it and acknowledge that Okay, maybe I have to be on 100 phone calls a day. This doesn't feel like it has much purpose, but of course it does. Of course it does. You doing this for the organization is helping everybody else do their part and be overall more successful. You being able to handle things professionally and take care of your responsibilities is compounding to give you the assets necessary to become a successful individual in anything that you do. And that is that, that gives me a purpose. That makes me feel like I have meaning. Anything I've ever done in my life that was very, very difficult, I had to implement discipline. It was necessary. No discipline, no challenge, no result. You have to be able to take the challenge, turn it into disciplinary habits, and allow that to be your purpose-driven meaning in life. We're not going to go wishy-washy and talk about meaning of life, whatever. You guys know what I mean. Having a purpose can give you meaning day to day. And that can help you circumvent laziness. It can help you circumvent lack of motivation because it comes from you and it comes from having a purpose. Now with this, I love the idea of self 
mastery because this goes back to how you do anything is how you do everything. If you are the type of person who is a self master and you take accountability for the things that you do, if you're at work and you're making calls and you make a mistake and you acknowledge that it was your mistake and you use that and you analyze it and you say, I'm not going to make this mistake again, you become better at the job. You become more useful. You become the person that can be relied on in, your, in the position because you were able to make the mistakes and instead of making excuses, you internalized it and turned it into a strength. This is very important. And business leaders and superiors and managers, they appreciate this in employees because this is very, very, very important because every single mistake that you make is an investment both for yourself and for the company that you work with. All of these mistakes are bound to happen if you are new in the industry or even if you've been there for a while. The mistakes that you make will probably be made by anybody who is in the position that you're in. The difference is if you can be the person, if you can be the employee that is able to take those mistakes and turn them into fuel, turn them into a mistake that will never happen again. So that let's just say you handled a call with a customer poorly and you learned how you can handle it next time, you are more likely to never make that same mistake again and communicate well with all of the rest of your calls. Well, and that mistake is not extremely detrimental to the company, let's just say, where now you work with this company for a couple years and you become involved in a situation where a similar mistake could have cost the company thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. You won't make that mistake because it's already been made. How are you going to make the mistake again if you internalized it and learned from it? Superiors like that. And then that is how you progress in a company. That's how you progress in life. Because as you start to level up yourself, you're going to level up the type of problems you have to deal with. You will no longer be making mistakes in the minutia of the, the day-to-day routines of a job. You'll be dealing with higher level issues and making less mistakes because you already did it on the front end. But with that said... Just expect to fail in certain situations, and that's okay. That is completely okay. That means you're in a position that is uncomfortable. That means you're in a position that is bringing adversity to your life and adversity to your circumstance. Adversity breeds growth. Without the adversity, you would never think to go out of your way to seek that growth. So think of it as an opportunity and internalize it. And turn it into something useful. I promise you that it will make a difference in your career. I promise you it'll make you feel better when instead of beating yourself up, you're acknowledging that it's just putting in two cents. You're just putting in an investment into your future. Your future self will thank you for putting in the work every single day that is necessary to put you in enough situations, dealing with enough people to make the mistakes necessary to grow. Now, as we're talking about leveling up yourself in your career and potentially leveling leveling up in an organization when it comes to organizational career status ceo is kind of the number one spot that everyone strives for it's like if you look at any successful company you look at the ceo you say i want to be like that person and now here's a very important point that i want to make you have to become the ceo of your own life before you can ever expect to become the ceo of a business or to evolve to that level of business success. And being the CEO of your own life, think about it this way. CEO stands for chief 
executive officer. That means that you, as a CEO, are making the executive decisions on the most high-level problems. You have a team under you that is going to help you, and you probably did not reach that position without being in the shoes of every single position under you, which establishes a level of respect and establishes a level of self-confidence in your own competence in that position. Now, think of this in terms of your own life. To be the CEO of your own life, you need to start being the one that is taking control of your actions, taking control of your emotions, taking control of your results in the endeavors that you take. Do not let others around you or do not even let negativity be the reason that you cannot take executive control of your own life. Once you can acknowledge that self-mastery and being able to execute on personal goals is going to translate into building the skills effectively of what a CEO does, that is extremely important. You have to take control of yourself before you could ever think to manage other people or to manage an entire organization or even just make decisions that require that level of self-awareness. And really, it's, it's more like you have to take the path yourself before you can, and this is in a business sense or in a personal sense, you have to walk the path and you learn the lessons along the way. If you were just thrown into a CEO position right now, do you think you could handle it? Do you think you'd have the confidence? Do you think you've made enough phone calls, talked to enough people, went through enough bullshit so that you could learn the lessons necessary to be in a position like a CEO. And I love living life like that because that gives an overall purpose because you're always leveling up to be the best CEO of your life and letting those skills translate into whatever career you're in. Learn the business that you're in. If you're flipping burgers at a fast food place, become the best burger flipper that the company's ever seen and acknowledge how is this business being run? Where is my place and my role providing value? How can I provide more value? And what mistakes am I making? What am I watching other people do? What lessons are accumulating that are going to level me up and make me more knowledgeable in my industry to provide more value and potentially get paid more as financial incentive on top of everything else? If you adhere to these qualities, you will probably make more money eventually, whether it's in a different career or an advancement in your current corporation, your current business that you're working for, you might make more money. So let's talk about Financial incentives, because this is very important. A financial incentive, in my opinion, is never going to outweigh a personal development and purpose-driven incentive. If you make commission in your job, the more calls you make, like I'll just stick to if you're on an outreach team because it's a very common example and it's a very strenuous and tedious job most of the time. A financial incentive is not going to give you the actual fire inside of you to do the job every single day. If you're like, if I close this call with this client and I make 10%, it might make this change. If you're having a really, really, really bad day and you don't feel that you are purpose driven and maybe just that, that lack of intrinsic motivation and intrinsic discipline is not there, a financial incentive may not be enough. If you work for a company that has a financial incentive, like a commission, Think of that as a bonus. That is an absolute win. You get to be the best version of yourself every single day, getting better at your job, getting better at the habits that you're implementing in your life. And there's a financial incentive on top of it. Money cannot be the only incentive, but it is an absolute 
beauty of an incentive on top. And I think that is very, very important. Now with this, I like the idea of changing the language around having to go to work. You know, you're talking to your family, you're talking to your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends. Oh, sorry, I can't go out. I can't do whatever. I have to go to work. Sorry, I can't do this. I have to take the kids to school. Sorry, I can't do this. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. Reword the language. Think about it this way. You get to go to work. There are people with no jobs. I don't know how old you guys are or if you've ever interacted with your parents or if they've described it to you going through the recession in 08. Like, think about it this way. People lost jobs. People lost financial security. People were unable to live their normal lives and normal routines because they did not have a career. You don't have to go to work. You get to go to work. You're getting the opportunity to make money that is going like it that drives your life. You have to make money. So you're go, you get the opportunity to go to work. And this can translate into your whole life. You don't have to think of things as responsibilities, let's just say. It's like I have to make my bed. I have to go to school. I have to, these are privileges. Whether or not you're comparing to someone less fortunate than you that you that you know personally, or if you were able to zoom out and acknowledge that there's people around the world who don't eat, don't drink, they they don't even get the opportunity for education. Things in your life, such as a job, are a privilege. And there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that and being able to understand that going to work has its benefits, making money has its benefits. Being able to take the skills that you learn in work and translate to something else. thats You have to make the conscious decision to do that, but it is very important. And changing the language is going to change your life. And I've read this in lots of books and I believe it myself. When you start implementing gratitude, when you start implementing patience, when you start understanding the things that you get to do, not that you have to do, and letting these be driving forces in your life, it's very important. Now, I want to go back to what I was talking about if you work at a call center and work, and you're working with, we'll say, difficult customers because dealing with difficult people is, is tough. I want to say, dealing with unintelligent, illogical people in a conversation, especially when you have to adhere to business principles of how to respond to these people and you can't resort to, you know, sinking down to their level... Dealing with these situations professionally and with perspicacity and being able to understand and analyze the situation that you're in and handle it with professionalism, this is a skill that you need. You need this skill because if you are dealing with emotionally unintelligent people or just in the moment, someone having a bad day in normal life circumstances and you navigate them poorly, this can have really, really negative effects on, on personal relationships. This can have dangerous effects in real life if you don't know how to handle yourself professionally. And not only just thinking about how it could negatively infect you, affect you, if you handle them with high levels of professionalism in a positive way, you are setting yourself apart from a normal person whose EQ, emotional intelligence, is less than maybe the average person. If you're taking the time out of your life to self-analyze, become a master of yourself, and acknowledge that handling these 
interactions, these negative interactions with professionalism and positivity and perspicacity, you will improve. You will improve and you'll set yourself apart. Now, this is a culture thing. You're building that culture for yourself. If you're working with a team and this culture gets spread around, now you work in a culture of winners. You work in a culture of professionals. You enjoy the work environment more. Your superiors appreciate it. Your superiors are probably perpetuating this culture on you guys already. This is very important. Dealing with negative people is not fun. In life, in business, whatever. It is not fun. Learn how to navigate it. Learn how to navigate it professionally. And listen to what they're saying. And understand that that's a skill in and of itself. Being able to listen, being able to respond. These are normal things that are very important. If you go to networking events and you're trying to get a career later in your life, or we'll use the CEO example, if you are talking to a CEO and maybe he is retiring or she's retiring and you want to take over the position, if you can't communicate and you can't handle your emotions and you can't be intelligent enough to navigate these situations, where's the success, where's the success coming from? You have to practice and being on a call center, it's a perfect opportunity because you get multiple opportunities with multiple different personalities and you're learning more than somebody who has never talked to anyone in their entire life because they sit inside and they play video games all day or maybe they are too scared to talk to people and they lack the self-confidence that they need to go out and be social normally. These are things you're obtaining from your job. So it's a privilege to go to your job to get paid. But now it's also a privilege because it's giving you the opportunity to learn things that the, uh, the normal person that doesn't have your job will never learn. There's levels to this. And every single part of it is important. All of it. Leadership. Acknowledging that you work with leaders. You're surrounded by leaders. You can be a leader of yourself. Leadership in and of itself is extremely important. And this is a driving factor of success. Absolutely and utterly a driving factor of success. That's what I've learned from my experience. That's what I've learned from what I've read and what I've absorbed from the things around me is the people who stand out, the people who are successful, the people who become self-masters, they all exhibit leadership qualities. You want to be the CEO of a company? You want to be a CEO of your own life? Become a leader. Your job matters. No matter what it is, your job matters. So go out, do your job right, and level yourself up. It's worth it. I'll catch you guys next time.